This is Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. Show number 492. Summer's slipping away. It's a mud, mud, mud world. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Here comes the summer, the summer.
Hey, it's Ken from The Shingles checking in again for the boss sounds of Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. It's our beginning of the summer show, except we're late. And I'm here with uh, my, my summer partner and my one of my best friends, Mr. Mike Simmons. Hey, Mike. What's up? Hey, Genio. Hey, guess what? Uh, we missed our deadline for the beginning of the summer show. <laughs> I think we did, yes. So this is going to be our end of summer show. Oh, it's uh, very sad. Sorry, Mr. Suave. Yeah. Mm. We're busy guys. Hey, uh, we just heard the summer looks good on you from Cheap Trick. What you think of that off that uh, the, the new Cheap Trick album? I, 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 I all my friends really liked it. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I've, I've been busy. Yeah. I have listened to some new music. It's just yeah. I, I got through a few songs of that one, and it, you know, I think I was in the. I'm really in more of a mellow mood these days. <laughs> it's a good album, though. It's a it's a rocking album. Uh, they have not lost a step at all, uh, even with a new drummer. Oh, no yeah. Bunny. No that bunny. That might have been why I was like, I was trepidatious. I'll just say I was trepidatious. Yeah, I think it's uh, Rick Nielsen's son is drumming. Correct. Me, right? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so we missed our deadline for the uh, for the beginning of summer, and this is the end of summer, but we're here at uh, Crab Apple. Crab Wh- Apple. Um, Whatever. We don't know what it's called yet. When you record at home, you usually give your home studio a name, even mm-hmm. when it doesn't need one, as if it's an a- entity that exists in a commercial but this is an actual working studio you're working on a secret I'm album right now that we can't working, talk about always working on something but uh i mean you you have a drum room it's i not, do now it's yes. not air conditioned Did you see it? I, I saw it last year before you even started it but oh, you, I, you told I me it was i didn't be have a drum, a drum set in it until a couple months back yeah it's all it's all going now it's pretty and, groovy and it's not air conditioned because a drummer no, doesn't need air conditioning at all <laughs> ever now you go in there, you play for like twenty minutes, you sweat a couple pounds off, and and then you 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 quit and go outside or listen listen to the mix and go back in again later. So this is an actual working studio. Uh, so for now, it's just Crab Apple. Um, yeah, I mean, we I was gonna na- I wanted to name it after the the channel right here next to my house. There's like a flood control channel called the Los Cerritos Channel. So I may have used that name. Last year, maybe I don't remember. I think for right now, I'm just going to call it Crap Apple uh, LBC. <laughs> the LBC. The LBC. Yeah, but I'm, we're we're uh, we're we're going to go later and check and see if it's high tide out there because uh, do a little blondie. The tide is high. Yeah, because the the ocean comes right up through a bunch of channels from the Long Beach uh, from Alamitos Bay and past a whole bunch of buildings and streets and schools and stuff. and That's some clean-ass water, tell yep. you what, yeah. <laughs> And about a block from me, it, it kind of dead ends, unless the tide's really high, and then yeah. it floods up near my house so I can feel like I have uh, Oceanside property. Yeah. Um, yeah, water adjacent. Even though, really, it's just a big concrete swale. Um, That's as much of Los Angeles. Yeah, I think that yeah. pretty much describes the entire town. It's a yeah. concrete swale. Yeah, even our real river is... is a concrete river. Yeah, I mean, if you go under the bridge downtown... What am I, Red Hot Chili Peppers now? Yeah. I don't want to feel like, like I did yeah, I that I feel day. like I'm a guitar center. <laughs> Just listen to that goddamn riff. Oh, that's true. This makes me suicidal. Speaking of suicidal... Yes. Let's listen to some more music. All right, what do you want to hear? Um, I think I want to hear something Ramonesy. You? Just because it's on the list and my hard drive says I need to. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. What's it called? This is called At the Beach Tonight by Jagger Holly. Right on. Let's go hang out at the beach tonight. Let's go. Your party starts your summer, right? Let's go. 
Jason Brewer and the Explorers Club with Look to the Horizon. Love that Explorers Club, and uh, they have it's off the uh, the new uh, covers album they just put out, and they're putting another album out very, very soon. Uh, Jason's been super busy. The uh, the the fan the fan uh, what do they call it? Basically, it's a pay to play fan record. Yeah, yeah, kind of cool. And I and I would have gladly participated, but you know, you're super busy. I, and, you know, and I like to feel that. That we're more on the peer level than the than the, than the fan, fan level, level. but that's, you know, that's really just my own ego issues. Yeah, you've 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 put out a ton of stuff. Think about all the stuff you've played on. It's gonna catch up real soon. Yeah, real soon. Yeah, good for him. I'm glad he's cranking it out. Yeah, Explorers Club are great. Recommend everything they ever put out, and they put out a diverse amount of stuff. Uh, a really the first album, super Beach Boy sounding. Second album's uh, kind of like a Beach AM Boys Gold. meets Bacharach. Yeah, like AM Gold kind of thing. Uh, the third album, more Beach Boy poppy-ish, late Beach Boy, not the early Beach Boy, kind of uh, late '60s era. Those first two albums were real, like oh, you could tell 
oh, they're trying to do a specific Beach Boys song here. And a lot of times, too, it wasn't always the fun in the sun stuff or even the middle period pet sounds thing. It would be like they're trying to copy stuff off of uh, Sunflower or Surf's Up or Carl and the Passions, things yeah. like that. The Lost Knowing stuff. So those first two albums are really heavy in that that vein and really good melodies and production, obviously. So that one we just heard was kind of in that same... Well, plus now it's more of a, a Jason Brewer solo thing because uh, the, the original band splintered uh, went in different directions and uh, he's kind of had like uh, mostly him and then he's had a, you know, a troop of people coming in and out of the studio and uh, it's all good stuff. Recommend uh, anything Explorers Club. Yep. Before that, we heard, uh, what, Airport 77? All the way. Yeah, that's, uh, that's off the only thing they put out. They put out an EP, it's like a five-song EP that's really good. I'm um, looking forward to hearing a lot more from them. They're from Florida, I believe. Early uh, 80s power pop sound. Very much so. Uh, and you said the tom sounded big. Yeah, sounded like a Rick Springfield outtake. <laughs> That's cool. All right, we started that with what? Jagger Holly at the beach. At the beach. Ramon Z sings the Beach Boys kind of thing. Uh, you know. Yeah, you know. It's a go-go yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, you know. It's all, all right. Uh, so we were talking, so you're working on some stuff. Can we talk about what you're working on? <sighs> or not? Mm-hmm. I don't want to yet, but okay. I will say that I've been working a lot because I can only really work in the summer. So I, I, I had this idea that came to me to revive an old project. A that, really old project. Yeah, from 20 years ago yeah. that we were going to do. And I, I looked at my computer and I still had the list of uh, songs and things like that. It's, so. it's a shame you didn't have the stems from 20 years ago. Right, I know. <laughs> that would have been that awesome. That would have been helpful. So just went through and... In like two and a half, three weeks, I just got 16 tracks done and got all the parts down. That's amazing. So, 16 tracks. Yeah. And now I just kind of busted it all out. And now I'm just kind of waiting on the rest uh, of the band. Yeah. To come and do some vocals and bass on it, basically. Yeah, to, to do what they do in the band. Yeah. So um, just that's to, amazing, though. To bring their to bring their um, sonic signature, but that's all we can really say about the project. That's now. well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it undercover. But uh, as soon as but uh, it's gonna come out happen. someday. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do a show on it. The uh, record label knows about it. They're excited about it, so we will definitely do like when we did your solo album. Yeah, because it'll probably it. take a damn year or two or five yeah. to get all those parts on. Maybe we'll do a show with rate. the whole band. <laughs> yeah, that'll be chaos. They might show up right now. Who knows? That'd be great. I'd love I told it. them to come by and say hi. Oh, so I'd love to see them. They're just down the street, you see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I might uh, let you hear a little piece of that, though, just for fun. Right now? We're going to drop uh, a sip of it? Yeah, we could, I guess. Oh, where did we have a play? Um, this is not at all planned or faked. No, it's, no, I, I threw this in right here. Um, where is it? It's right there. I, I, this is actually a cover of a song that I... Um, well, I didn't... I guess maybe I produced it. I don't know if I'd even call it that. But I, I definitely engineered the original and played drums and a little guitar solo on it. And I might have sang. I don't, I don't think I did. But it definitely helped get it off the ground originally. And, um, and it's... Not a lot of people have heard it. And then I think this is a song by my friend Carrie, um, who... Uh, actually has a cabin up in the mountains near my cabin. Yeah. So I actually, now that he's there, every time I go up, I see him 
Oh, that's and, cool. And they have a cool little music scene happening up there, so he's been very busy and doing lots really? of music. There's a, there's a yeah. little Ridgecrest kind of music thing there's going on? There's a ton of musicians up there. There were as anyway, always. Yeah. And now there's just like a lot more people moving up there. And um, he had a hard time kind of getting a band going there for a while, but now it's like his band's really good, and they're getting a lot of work, so it's keeping him busy. That's great to hear. Um and I think when he, right after he did this song, when we were all on uh, Smile Records in like what twenty years ago, and before that, you did the demo because I've known the song forever because you gave me the demo. Well, you he did. did like a demo demo, yeah. and then we he said, "I want to record this right at so the original we, Crab Apple West." Yeah, Indians. so he came in and did it, and I don't I don't think he really did much with it. And then he joined another band with some of the guys from the label, and they the actual label recorded head. it again. Yeah, so. But anyway, I, I did a version of it here, and it's not uh, it's not finished yet. I've yet to put the rest of my uh, so this is kind band of like members on it. A scratch track that you yeah. Put together. So this is kind of the the bedrock of it, and uh, it'll it'll be a little different when it really comes out. So this is an exclusive uh, early uh, version. Yeah, one summer Sunday, Michael Simmons covering "Carry It Your Coin." Yes, awesome.
to Ken and Mike's very very late summer show on Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. Oh, 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 
Ventura Highway. Right, hang on, let me finish these pretzels. <laughs> hang on. Guys, Ken's got to finish his pretzels real quick. But that was uh, Ventura Highway. They're really bad pretzels, too. Yeah, I, I didn't buy them. I don't know what you're thinking. No, got some kind of pretzels with, like, flavor blasted. <laughs> but, but what do we have in the freezer? What do we have in the freezer? Oh, those some kind of frozen hamburger. You know why? Because they were, they were out of um, White Castle. Oh God! Did you know those those freezer freezer White Castle hamburgers have formaldehyde in them? It's listed in the ingredients. Delicious. I'm not joking. Formaldehyde. When I read that, I'm like, yeah, I know it's gonna put me in the grave, but I don't need it to embalm me before I'm there. Isn't uh, one of one of the uh, artificial sweeteners has almost the same chemical compound as formaldehyde? I believe your Diet Coke. Well, yeah. Is the same. So I don't know what you're bitching about. But I mean, it literally says formaldehyde if you look at the box. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's embalming fluid, Maybe bro. they were embalmed cows. <laughs> that would explain a lot. Yeah. But that said, I wouldn't mind having one right now because yeah. I love White Castle. Well, we'll finish this segment and throw in these tunes, but we got to talk about what we just heard. Yeah, we, we, well, we just heard Ventura Highway, which everybody knows. America. Duel, Dewey Bunnell and um, Jerry. Jerry. Oh, man, my brain. Yeah. I used to remember everything. I know. I knew every band. I knew every track. I, I can picture those guys in my head. Yeah, of the course. The guy with, got the cool glasses. Dan Pan... Dan... Who was the one that had the cool glasses frames all the time? The, the clear one. That's ones. Jerry. That's Jerry, okay. Jerry... Ah, damn it. Boy. You, that, know. you know, everyone listening is like, oh, duh. <laughs> Look it up on Google. Yeah, I could Google it, but I'm, I'm just not going to. We're doing this gonna, live. I'm going to wait and see if it comes to me. Yeah. So before that, we heard the choral with Take Me Back. Oh, that album is so good. So good. Uh, and, you know, they have some, like, that song is so like Mungo Jerry in the summertime. In the summertime. When the weather is high. So good. And Mungo Jerry, one strange looking mother, that guy. 
Yeah. It was great. He was it's funny. Great. I They re-released the 7-inch of in the summertime on Record Store Day yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just, like, I saw that. And I'm like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And I bought it. And it's like... I looked at it later. It's like a stupid amount of money that they sell those seven inches for. Yeah. Like $10, $15. $15 for a 45. And then I probably paid that because on Record Store Day, I have this weird sickness where it's like, Oh, uh, oh I yes, I want all of it. I know. Give it all to I know. Me. It's like Christmas for you every it's year. It's so weird, and it's just was crap. it like twi- twice a year now? Record store. Oh, it, it's like well, this this year they did it a bunch of times yeah. because they had all this COVID backlog. Um, I hadn't heard. What's this COVID you speak of? <laughs> um, well, anyway, I bought the Mungo Jerry thing. I think because like one of my projects this summer, which I didn't finish. Is I started going through all the 45s I had, which right. is a lot. Oh, I remember you started that. Yeah. And I said I, I better just like alphabetize these and at least see what I've got. And a lot of it's just junk. Yeah. But every once in a while, there's like, oh, there's something good and or something. But you have that a lot of stuff that's super meaningful to you that you got when you were sure. Kid. And then there's, but there's a lot of it. It's just kind of like I don't even know where they came from. <laughs> they're not. They're not mine. They, they didn't just proliferated in your collection somehow. Yeah, like people just will ju- give me boxes of stuff. Like yeah. here are some records. Okay. Uh so you you're, the, you're the dumping off point for yeah. So kind of like I was with your tiki mugs last year, and they're still in that same fucking box in my garage. I gave away a lot. Oh, so you took some? Okay, good. Yeah, I had yeah. extras. I believe I'm going to take them to the Goodwill or something because. Well, you know, have a party and uh, make them giveaways. Yeah, send them home with. But people. then I have to have people at my house. I don't. Really, uh, I mean, you can come over anytime you want. That's I mean, your true. parents live down the street from me. They do, which is great. And y- y- you I'll and visit them like, either. I, so I don't feel bad. When you you and your dad just come over on on, on uh, tiki Thursdays, and we used to just. A couple of times you guys came over and we had some... Man, your dad made me work. On what? Uh, he would plow through a drink in about three minutes. Oh, yeah. He can drink anything. Oh, he's the best. He's, he's, the best. he's crazy. Like, I'll get him a... For Christmas, I'll buy him, like, some kind of flavored vodkas. Because yeah. he, he just drinks it straight. Yeah. He may put some ice, but he'll get <laughs> he'll get a giant tumbler. And I'm talking, like, a 20-inch tum... 20-ounce tumbler. Yeah. Like a big gulp glass. Yeah, and just work on three, it. Three, three, three ice cubes, fill it to the top with vodka, and just psh, and down the, the hatch. Is, I just can't picture your dad drunk. I can picture your dad happy, but yeah, I, I or, can't picture or, itself, you know, yeah, I mean, classically like Ken and Mike drunk. Yeah, he got... There was a couple times in my life where he just... He was, like, passed out on the floor. <laughs> and we were like, what's wrong with Dad? <laughs> well... And then you look up on the counter and there's a completely empty bottle of Jack Daniels or something. But, like, he didn't, he never drank to, like, because he was bummed out. It was just kind of like, it's just, oh, that's, drink. yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's have one of those and yeah. let's have another one of those. And so, but yeah, I mean, I'll buy him these huge bottles, like, that are, like, three feet tall. And I'll get, like, the kind of cheap rot gut stuff. But, like, I try to get one step above the plastic bottles that right. you'll get at Costco. Right. And I'll order him, like, I'll, I'll be sitting there at Christmas and going, oh, I gotta get him, or Father's Day, and I'll just dial up, like, I'll just, like, have it well, delivered. Well, around the holidays, know? they make these special decanters and no, really on, cool I'll, stuff. No, I go on yeah. Instacart. I'm, like, at his house already. I get on Instacart, go to, like, Total Wine, and order, like, six giant bottles of vodka <laughs> and just have it delivered to the house while we're all sitting there. It's like, <laughs> oh, the doorbell rings. Oh, there's your present, Dad. Go get it. And, like, it's, it's gone by... By Valentine's Day, man. <laughs> At Christmas, I'll buy him a six giant bottles. What was our point? Uh, man, we just really lost the thread there. But at least we're talking. Look at the bright side. Is there a bright side? I mean, we're entertaining ourselves, but people are listening to this. Oh yeah, that's true. But 
sorry, everybody. Let's backtrack I mean, to this. Uh, we're, oh, I was talking about having uh, people over uh, to give away the tiki mugs that like, yeah. you gave me last year, and I'm like, I don't want to deal with these. And I have no place in that. My wife doesn't want them in the house. She doesn't want my stuff in the house. And, you know, uh, Tiki's kind of taken over the kitchen a little bit because I have the mm. Tiki Diablo's bar in there. I also oh, have Bamboo wow. Ben's bar in the garage. What the heck? And then, Did you buy one of those? Yeah. That's cool. Actually, no, I got it for, um, my father-in-law got it for me, because I, I said I wanted one, and, he's, and he told me, don't buy it, I'll get you that for Christmas, so I'm like, cool. Oh, wow. So he got me a Diablo bar, so I have part of my kitchen tiki-ish, and, and so she puts up with that, and she, she just says, the rest of your tiki stuff can be in, in the atrium, or it can be in your office, and it can be nowhere else in the house, and that's that's fair, it's a fair trade-off. Yeah. I oh. still haven't. I still have all my my lamps. I need to hang up someday. But you, I gotta. You really. You have some really nice swag. I've lamps. gotta get that stuff. That room kind of like made into a. a, a I gotta get it air conditioned first. It's funny, you've been here for a little bit over a year, and it's hard work to like. You can't get in a contractor yeah. to do any work. Not right now. I've, I've hired a guy to finish to, to to do my bathroom. It was supposed to take two weeks. It's been six, maybe longer. I don't know. And people doing the front. Yeah. That's been. That was supposed to be 10 days. It's been a month. Mm. And it's, I'm a week out from school starting, and I'm, it's nowhere nowhere near finished. So, this is your last week coming up of free. Yeah, so it's going to be ugly. Yikes. Yeah, and I've been just trying to keep things clean, and it's impossible because there's constantly guys walking in and out of here. Wait, so right now, the bathroom's not usable? Well, there's a toilet in there, but that's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's so, all I need. Yeah, I mean, you can't wash your hands. Uh, well, I, can I mean, wash you can go sink. into the kitchen and do that, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the radio listeners really love hearing about that. That's a lot of information. It is a lot of so, information. So, uh, what did we hear? Uh, well, we, we talked about two of these songs. The yeah. only one we didn't talk about was the one that we pre-announced, which was um, the the one summer Sunday that my band oh. and I are working on. All right. So, anyway, yeah. Let's move on, then. Uh, we're going to play something you can from, that. from our good friend Jim Baki, who's uh, the head honcho over at Tikiaki Orchestra. He's also been in a bunch of... He was in the band called Fuzzbubble, which is what this band is derived from. It's three of the original members from Fuzzbubble, and uh, they just lost the original bass player like a week ago, uh, passed away suddenly. But, uh, yeah, Jim's been in Hitman, who are a big heavy metal band uh, that kind of had a resurgence and released a new album last year. Teen Machine? He was in Teen Machine. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's, he does a lot of uh, music for uh, movies and film. Does a lot of background stuff. That's how he... How he uh, Must be makes, nice. Yeah, it makes his living. But uh, this is Cult Stars from Mars. And uh, this is a song that came out right at the beginning of summer. And I was I was saying, this is a great song for, for the summer, beginning of summer show. And I even told Jim as much. I saw them, saw him right at the beginning of summer and said, yeah, we're going to use your song. And he's really pumped about it. And uh, now it's the end of summer and and we're finally using it. Not quite as pumped, but still pumped. It's still a good song. And can we throw in some Beach Boys, too? Because, you know, we have to. It's summer. Uh, I think that's, that's the law. I'll think it? of something good. Okay. Or maybe not. All right. Funny Face from Cult Stars from Mars here on the oh, boss okay. sound of Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. It's Mod Delicious.
That was the Beach Boys keeping the summer alive with some funky Carlness going on. I think I, when I was getting heavy into the Beach Boys, I I did pick up pretty much every record at some point. I, I remember getting that one and looking at the cover, going, "Oh, oh boy!" <laughs> and I think I, I listened to it a little bit or a couple songs. That's kind of like, what, what year did that come out? Yeah, um, I don't know. Must have been late '80s, early '90s. No, it's older than that. I think. Is it? Yeah, I think it's probably 1980-ish or something. Maybe even earlier. Oh. I don't know. I, I used to know. Oh, by the way, Jerry Beckley and Dewey Bunnell. Jer- yeah, Jerry Beckley. Uh, that's who's in America. Yeah. The, the and, two main members and, of America. Dan Peck. Dan Peck. Too late. I closed my browser. Uh, anyway. But yeah, that was from a Beach Boys album that kind of like. But I liked. I just hearing the song again. I was like, "That's pretty awesome." You I'm know, all less judgmental. Than is, uh, is is Brian on that album at all? I don't know. I have a copy, mm-hmm. but I should go dig it out. Yeah. I have a. I actually have a very nice new new pressing. It's still in shrink. Oh wow! I gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna go bust that out. Looking forward to it. And before we before that was uh, Funny Face by Cold Stars from Mars. Yeah. Wait, how many songs did we play right now? We just did two, because we got two. Oh. Yeah, and we talked about Cold Stars from Mars, uh, our good friend Jim Baki, and the rest of, uh, well, two-thirds of uh, Fuzzbubble. Who, uh, by the way, if you don't know who Fuzzbubble was, they were a really great uh, power-pop band from the early to mid-90s. Uh, moved out from uh, from their native Long Island, New York. Long and, uh, Island? Long Guyland. Long Guyland. Um, yeah, they got signed to uh, Puff Daddy's label. Puff Daddy. They put out one proper album, but then Jim put out another album after that, the Blue Album, which is really good. But uh, Tractors have to have their own Spotify. They're everywhere. Uh, good power pop. Good uh, 90s power pop, which was hard to find, in a way. Was it, though, really? Kind of. I don't know. I remember lots of it. I think I even made some. You might have. I might have. Sparkle Jet GP. Hey, you're listening to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World here on the Modcast Radio Network. Um, you can go to Mr. Suave's Facebook page over at facebook.com slash modmodworld, or you can go to the mothership over at mrsuave.com. you got to spell out the Mr., or you'll get a Cuban salsa band, I believe. <laughs> if, if you don't spell out the Mr. Something, I don't know. That's what it used to be. But uh, he is constantly posting stuff to everyone's annoyance. Um, no, we love Rob. And it's the it's, it's the modcast. It's worldwide, worldwide, it's and uh, worldwide, we are on uh, Mod Radio UK. Also, uh, they carry the show. Oh wow, they're, they're gonna these, love this one. And they stream twenty four. Oh yeah, every year. We, oh, the summer show. God, Jesus. Oh, those guys that don't play any mod songs yeah. are at it again. Mod father, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna literally mod father. This, this Speaking crap. of the Mod Father, we're going to close it out with two tracks. We have what's uh, what, what are we doing first? The Weller song or the War song? We're going to do War. War. The band War, not the thing War. What's it good for? It's good for listening. Say it again. When it's a band. Yeah. And then we're closing it out with Paul Weller doing On Sunset off of the On Sunset album that came out last year. And he was so busy during COVID that they put out another album just recently. The man's prodigious. Even in his old age, he's recording more than anyone else's uh wow that i can think of but uh so it's a new song ish yeah this is from last summer and it's kind of like a love letter to la 
on Sunset refers to Sunset Boulevard because he mentions the Roxy and the whiskey and getting a drink at the Rainbow and stuff. And so that's our mod song for the for the modcast, pretty much. Mod as you're gonna get. It's the mod father. Do we have any blue sands to clear up here, Mike? Um, I don't know. We should probably try to commit a couple more before we're done. It's really hard to say. But we did. We talked about my dad passing out on the floor. That's he'll, true. He'll be really happy about that. Yeah, yeah. That's a treasure right there. Talked about tiki stuff in the house that has nowhere to go. It's true. Mud everywhere. It's just been a fun summer. But has know. it? I guess it's some. It was funner this summer than it was last. Last summer was a drag. Yeah. I mean, I this is the first summer uh, that I really ever really stopped thinking about my regular job and just kind of really turned that part of my brain off. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's and, cool. And, and I, I really don't want to go back. I mean, I never do, mm. but I really don't this time. How just, far were you for retirement? You're not that far. 15 years. Yeah, I guess you were kind of That's far. a long way. Mm. I'll never make it. There's just no well, You way. might. You might. Yeah, I'll, yeah, that's, that'll be my luck. I'll, like, somehow survive, and I'm just, I'm barely able to walk, and I'm just like, Ugh! and it'll, it'll be like, I'm done working, it's my last day, and I'll for sure drop down. And then you just croak the next yeah. day. Yeah. And I won't even make it till the next day. I won't even make it to the party. <laughs> I'll still be turning in grades. My last submission. They're like, they're like, Mike, we have the taco bar. You should have made it. It was awesome. <laughs> They had three kinds of meat. It was, it I was would, so good. I would die at a taco bar party. It's just <laughs> perfect. It's like, couldn't you at least get me some pizza with some goddamn pineapple on it? Would it kill you? Would it have killed you? No, it have killed me, though. Boy, that's just... That's just sad. Yeah, the, things got dark here at the end things of the show. Things got dark. Uh, you know, that tends to happen at the end of our shows, though. <laughs> It's true. We always, we always just kind of like peter off into the dark side, just, just kind of. Uh. Well, see, it's, here's the thing. I always, we back in the day, it was funny because we would get pretty hammered, really hammered, yeah. And then we, and we were still kind of, well, no, we weren't young, but we were younger, younger. Yeah. And uh, we get a little hammered. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah. And then uh, now it's kind of like, Ken comes over, I make. A, a, a couple tiki drinks right away. And we need some more quickly. I know, and we drink yeah. them, right? Yeah. And then we putz around and... Listen to a bunch of music that has nothing to do with the show. Right, of yeah. course. Like, here's yeah. like 20 songs here. Yeah, you guys are lucky we didn't have slot cars out oh today. My God. Or we have spent they're hours out doing there. that. They, yeah. you know, they, the slot cars have been out. No one's touched them all summer. They've yeah. been out in the sun, and they're all melted. Oh, no. It's really bad. I don't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah. Um, you should have got a little canopy for I never should have taken them down because it You're just right. got too crazy here. Mm. So we'll see. But, um, and, but yeah, so we made the drinks, drank them, yeah. did a bunch of other junk. Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel like we need more drinks yeah. and or caffeine. Mm. But, uh, you know, we're talking now. Uh, if we would have been talking this much when we started, it would have been all right. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think know. it's, I think it's we, the pretzels. We can go eat dinner. Or no, we can make these hamburger things. That we have. Ooh, the hamburger things. Mm. That doesn't cost anything. What What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> well, this has been summer 2021. We're sorry we weren't here for the beginning of summer, but we're glad we're here for the end of it. Um, it's good to hang out again, Mike. We got to, we seriously, we say this every year, but we just, we got to hang out more often and we got to make more shows together that aren't just themed to uh, summer or whatever. 
You mentioned a long time ago because we did that Brian Wilson well, show, and we could, we could do a we could do a fall spectacular and yeah. record it right now. And you wanted to, <laughs> you wanted to curate a uh, a Beatles show at one point uh, with did I? Yeah. Oh, that's the world needs to hear that, don't they? Well, I mean, from from your vast and and intrinsic Beatle knowledge and collection, mm. you could put up some stuff that many people probably haven't heard unless they're like complete Beatle freaks, you know. Mm. Um, and that would like like my mom. Yeah, your mom's a complete Beatle freak. No, no, not no. at all. No, not at all. Yeah, so yeah. She, she, that's about the. Uh, audience, my mom likes the like like I can surprise. My mom likes twist and shout, and um, and she loves you. And then she she How worked she not? worked at the print shop uh, when the Beatles were here, so she had a bunch of free Beatles posters because they printed up like Hollywood Bowl posters at where she worked when she wow. was like nineteen or whatever. And uh, of course she didn't keep them. So of course she didn't. So her stories uh, of that mean nothing to me. They mean nothing. Yeah, thanks, mom. Thanks yeah. for nothing. Yeah, thanks for the story. Thanks for that cool story yeah. about how you almost had something cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Pixar, it didn't happen, mom. <laughs> Way to fail. Well, what are you gonna do? Go back in the time machine. Well, I think Marty McFly has proven that that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, you might you might catch her having trying to. You know, that's the thing when you think about Back to the Future is that at the end of it, Marty goes back to reality that he doesn't know that everyone else does. Everyone else in his family grew up in a different way because the timeline got changed. But Marty only knows how he grew up, kind of impoverished on the bad side of town. And they have one car for the whole family and his, his older siblings still live at home. That's how he grew up. And when he goes back... Yeah, that. that's true. But like, let me let me throw a spanner in there for you. All right. He's a teenager. Is he though? He was in the movie. And did that ending? Did that reality? Did that what you're talking about bother you in 1982 or whenever you saw that movie? Uh, it was 1985, and then uh, 1990 was when the other two came out. But I'm just saying that first movie did that. Did no, that... no, the the first movie enthralled me. Right. But like that alternate history thing, like I think that's an adult perspective. Well, yeah, I'm I think an adult if you now. were, if you were, well, yeah, but if you were 18, like he was, and you came back, and instead of being in this kind of dumpy situation, like your parents were kind of cool and hip and successful, that's still a plus. All right, here's my thing though. Okay, so he has that. He'd be pretty stoked. He has that four-wheel drive truck now, but his parents still live in that same dumpy little house in in wherever the heck that is. And and his and his older siblings still live at home. Maybe they're well, and they're maybe they don't successful. have that much more money. They're just cooler. No, because they they point out how how much more successful his dad is and how how his brother's like a stockbroker now and and winning Joe Sperber. Well, I forgot what his sister's name well, was. Well, maybe that movie just sucks. Is that what we determined? No, no. I mean, it was it was written and directed by two of my fellow USC Trojans, so mm. it's it's probably the greatest movie of all time. Oh yeah. What else can I tell you? <laughs> I love Back to the Future. But, uh, you know, and then they changed Jennifer's in two, and it's like, why? I, Elizabeth Shoe's quality, I'll tell you that. You can't just change Jennifer's and then, and then Yeah, and then, you know, the guy who played his dad, that whole story, you know, they kicked what's his face off of, off. They didn't hire him back for the second Crispin movie. Crispin Glover? Crispin Glover, and then they hired someone to kind of impersonate him in the few scenes that we see his dad. And then Crispin Glover sued Universal and. And Steven Spielberg and Zemeckis and everyone. Oh, great! Uh, and then he made that really cool record, The Auto Manipulator. 
Right, and then he tried to kick Letterman in the head, and then the Letterman had him removed from the show and banned forever. <laughs> uh, weird guy, Crispin Glover. Uh, and then I had a drink with him once. If you, if you want to, did you really? Uh huh. Space one. Oh, well, that that makes sense. And then you, if you want to deep dive, then you get into, you know, parts of Back to the Future still have scenes that have Eric Stoltz in it. Because they, yeah. they didn't shoot, reshoot some of those scenes. So some of the distant scenes in the parking lot. Oh, by the way, Mike I, grew up down the street from the mall. I was there when they filmed the parking lot. Yeah, well, one of the nights maybe, right? Yeah, I was there yeah. the night they were doing all the squabs on the side of the van. Squibs. Squibs? Yes. You bastards! That that scene? Yeah. All I saw was the the bullet, the fake bullets hitting, bouncing off the, the van. And we didn't know... There was a there was that photo map, yeah. That they run into, yeah. That photo map was there in the parking lot of that place for like I don't know six months, yeah. Ahead of the shooting, it was a non-functioning one though, right? It yeah. Was... Well, I knew friends that said they had gone there with their family to develop the film. What? And like it was always closed because it was fake. Yeah. But nobody knew. Yeah. It was just like somebody just put a photo map there. there and it's never open. What the hell? That's pretty funny. And then we remember when they put the. The, the the Twin Pines Mall or whatever that sign was on there for quite a while. Oh, was it we really? And we were like, did they rename the mall? Oh. Oh, that's pretty funny. They just left it. So here's the question: the night you were there when they filmed those scenes, you probably wouldn't know, but was it Eric Stoltz or was it Michael J. Fox? Didn't see that character. Yeah. But we almost killed Christopher Lawrence. Christopher Lawrence? Let me look it up. Let's just ask Google. The guy from Taxi. Jesus Christ. Who played Doc Brown in Back to the Future? Christopher. Christopher Lloyd. What did I say? Christopher Lawrence is what I said. Christopher Lloyd. Anyway. God. What? Uh, we haven't had enough alcohol. We can't blame we that. It's not. Just, this is just old we'd man stuff. We'd be a lot more fluid if we'd had more alcohol. Whatever happened to my brain? Christopher Lloyd. Well, Christopher my Lloyd. mom and I almost killed him because yeah. he was walking around in the dark. Did you hold him hostage or what happened? <laughs> no, no, he was walking around in the dark and we were driving out of the parking lot after watching them film. Yeah. And we just, I mean, we remember like having a slam on our brakes and almost hitting this guy in a trench coat. We didn't know who it was. We almost hit him. And wow. later on we watched the movie, which was amazing. It's like, oh yeah, we saw them film that. Well, let me ask you this. Did you watch the movie at Point of Hill 6? Uh, probably, yeah. Right, that was the theater that, then, right? Point of Hill 6? There was, a, there was a 6, and what the one they really used, I think, was the 4. Is it in the film? It is, right? The movie theater? Well, the movie theater they use is on the line. Oh. It's still there. But yeah, they had... I, think I mean, we, it, that, that actual set has burned down three times since then, or at least twice since then. Yeah, I think it's cursed. Um, along with all the master tapes of every musical oh. song that we were... We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, like there. I, I've looked at the list and it's just super uh, depressing. Bad. That's why a lot of a lot of everyone's doing all these reissues and multi sets and cool stuff. And you notice that some of bands just it doesn't happen, or certain yeah. records don't come out. Yeah. Well, guess why? Because the stuff's. And, up. and the other reason is like Taylor Swift's doing it because uh, she doesn't own the rights to her own music. That Scooter Braun guy bottom, so she's re-recording every single song she ever did under that contract, oh my and, God. and re-releasing it, uh, and they're all called Taylor's versions or whatever. Uh, and she's doing quite well with them because she has she has quite a fan base. Do they sound the same? You know, I, I don't have critical enough in a year from her old stuff compared to her new stuff. I, I guess we could do a side by side listing, but 
Then I'd have to Why would we do that? Yeah. yeah, you know, she she's an okay pop artist, and, you know, I'm not her audience. I mean, have you seen the new Lord album cover? I did, yeah. yeah. Is anyone ever going to talk about this? Uh, I'm sure everyone's talking about it, not in public, but... Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to sell a few copies. Yeah, well, that's you just know. that's just good business acumen. Was just that just people yeah. going, yeah, I just, I kind of want to see the 12-inch vinyl, just because I kind of need to know what's going on there. Yeah. Once again, white vinyl is better than digital. <laughs> yeah. If the, you know, CDs were great, but yeah. you know, you just really didn't get the get the detail on nope. on the Lord cover like like the vinyl. Plus, I can tell you this: from buying used CDs and buying vinyl, I have never opened up a CD and found like rolling papers and like you know buds and stems inside <laughs> a CD. And I can't tell you how many records I bought at record fairs where I found some, you know, big bamboos from like 1973 in there. Oh, is that what you called the rolling papers? That's why the Chief and Chong. Yeah, okay, gotcha. a, oh, wow. That I just hit I, you now? No, I think I actually learned that recently. Yeah. But no, I mean, I was not a part of that scene. Yeah, well. That's funny. That makes uh, a lot you would have been, been three years old at the time, so that probably wouldn't be the name. Yeah, you know, a lot of three-year-olds in my neighborhood smoked weed. <laughs> just, I just nobody that I knew. Yeah, yeah, pure pressure. I get it. I, mean, I was really a nerd. All right, I think we've talked enough with these. Yeah, we pre-announced these last two songs about 20 minutes ago. Oh, we haven't played them yet. No. Oh crap. All right, let's play them. Uh, War and uh, Paul Weller. Paul Weller. Hey, anyway, uh, thanks everybody. Hey, hope you had a bitch in summer. Uh, Mike, thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to hanging out with you every year, and I'm glad we got to do it again this year, Woo-woo. even if it were late. Let's drink some more. Let's drink some more. Uh, thank you, Mr. Suave. We will see you all again soon. We promise we'll do another kind of show with it's not summary or, you know, you know, I do a Halloween show every year and you'll hear me again in October if you don't hear me before then. But uh, maybe, just maybe we'll do something else, whether you like it or not. Yep. Could happen. Thank you and goodbye. Bye. Playing all your favorites
Milkshake. I want potato. You'll chip. get nothing and I can 